Welcome, Welcome to, to That's, That's Twin Interesting, a podcast where a set of identical sisters explore all things twin and ask the question, are, are we, we losing or twinning? I'm Taylor. I'm Skylar. And, and we're, we're identical, identical twins. twins. I'm older. I'm supposed to be. Technicality. You pushed me. Yes, we look alike. The DNA checks out. No, one of us won't feel it if you hit the other. But you're welcome to try. This, this episode, episode is, is titled, titled The, the Most. Most. Let's get to into it. On this week's episode, we have three sets of twins to discuss and reflect upon. The most coincidental, the most annoying, and the most identical twins we could find. Okay, first we have the Jim twins from um, Ohio. Is this like their last name, Jim, or... Just, just shh, listen. Okay. I'll give you a little synopsis. Two small boys, born in 1940, were adopted when they were three weeks old by two separate families. Both of these families named their son James. Taylor? What? You've ruined it. How am I supposed to fit in my George Foreman joke if you don't tell me both of their names are Jim? I said both families named their son James. You done ruined it. I can't make the George Foreman joke if they've been adopted. Because then that explains why they're both named James. Just shh. Listen. Two boys were born in 1940. At three weeks old, they were adopted by two different families. Both of these families separately named their son James. Now, James grew up in Ohio. He had a dog which he loved, and he named him Toy. When he was in school, he loved math, hated spelling. He grew up liking carpentry and pursued a career in law enforcement, and when he got older, he met and married a woman named Linda, had a son named James Allen. Can I just stop you there for a sec? Uh-huh. Why do people keep thinking it's okay to separate twins at birth? Uh, I don't know. Because, like, you spend nine months-ish squished together in this very small space. You come out into the world, not knowing what's going on. Everything's bright and cold. And they're like, JK, whoop, here's one kid. Here's the other. See you later, friends. Figure it out. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, um, they both had a son named James Allen, divorced Linda, later married a woman named Betty, chain smoked cigarettes, drove a Chevy, suffered from tension headaches, bit his nails, vacationed at the same beach in Florida every year. They lived 45 minutes? 45 minutes apart from each other. They lived practically identical lives. Their names were James Lewis and James Springer. Springer's mom went to the adoption agency and had uh, asked for information on her son's birth mother and found out that he had a, a brother who was also named James. So she c connected them and they connected in 1979, just before they turned uh, 40. That's a long time to not know that you have a twin. Like, do you think they realized that there was another person in the world that looked like them? They lived in different cities, so, like, I guess their paths didn't necessarily cross. Well, I guess it's the 70s. They don't have the internet at that point, so, like... I don't know. But, like, 45 minutes apart, I'm sure somebody could have, like, ended up in the other city, seen this person, been like, hey, it's Jim! And Jim, because his name is Jim, is like, oh, hey! And then he leaves and goes, I have no idea who that person is. Who knows? Um, so, Springer called Lewis's house, left a message to call James Springer, and Lewis just had this weird feeling that maybe they were connected somehow, so he called him back, and the first words out of his mouth were, are you my brother? How does that conversation even go? Are you my brother? I don't know. I've never met you. Who are you? How'd you get this number? Are you my brother? Probably. My mom says so. I don't have siblings. Bye. <laughs> it was reported that Lewis had a feeling that he was connected in a deeper way to this person who had happened to leave him a message of a similar name to him. So when they met, they found out that they grew up in the same state. Their cities were 45 minutes apart. They had the same interests. They had almost the same jobs. One of them was a... Um, security guard while the other was a deputy sheriff. They pretty much lived 
identical lives. So we can see which one was the better twin then. So the scientific community got wind of these twins meeting and they actually sparked a nature versus nurture study, which ended up involving over 150 sets of twins over the course of 20 years from 1979 until about 1999. Well, I mean, I guess nature versus nurture studies where you separate the twins is better than the philosophy and the giver where they're like, well, this one weighs less, chuck it. Yeah. I guess so. I hated that book on principle. In recent reports, it's been said that James Lewis has recently divorced Betty and remarried a woman named Sandy. Well, James Springer is still with his second wife, Betty. Well, now it's weird, Taylor, so they have to make it different somehow. Did they have, like, the same haircut and stuff, too? Like, in the news articles that I saw, they did. Like, they had the same bowl cut and everything. It was actually pretty freaking funny. I guess, like, when you're boys, though, it is harder to, to differentiate what your hair is going to look like or or things like that. Because there's only so many styles, especially in 1979. So, uh, should we move on to the second set of twins? Before we do that, Taylor, I'm going to need you to be a little better at explaining. All right. So, you fix it in post and then I'll re-record that part. Okay. Yep, the most identical twins, where I fell into a very, very, very weird YouTube hole. Lucy and Anna, from Perth, Australia. They have been officially dubbed the world's most identical twins. Have I seen these two? Are these the ones with, like, the the big boobs and the black hair and all that stuff? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. They actually went to a Japanese reality show, like, they are picked up by them. Because of their online presence, like, they share everything. Like, recently they went on Japanese TV, or, like... Um, it was, like, six years ago, I think. So about when we when we first saw them online. Yeah. So about when we first saw them online, or first got wind of these twins, they were on a Japanese reality show where they had participated in a series of challenges against the unofficial, most identical male twins of Japan. I forgot what some of the challenges were, but one of them, the part that got them their title of most identical twins was they fooled the facial recognition locks on their hotel rooms or something. Face ID on the iPhone is apparently way more sophisticated than this hotel room because it definitely didn't work when I tried to open up your phone. I'm pretty sure it's because they've had a lot of surgery on their faces. That's cheating. Why would you get surgery when your face already matches? Apparently, they spent over a quarter million dollars on plastic surgery. Most of it was on their boobs. That tracks. Some of it was to erase, like, the little imperfections on their faces that made them a little bit more distinguishable from each other. So, like, they got their lips filled and they had their eyebrows tattooed on. I don't think we ever tried to look more identical. We played around with the piercings and stuff. And, like, when I got one side, you got the other. And we played up the mirror image part. But I don't think I would ever get plastic surgery to make myself look more like you. I think my face is close enough. It's good. Yeah. Actually, more recently, they've toned down a lot of the facial stuff. They've actually got a lot of the, um, like, the fillers dissolved. So they're looking a lot more natural and a lot less, like, scary Barbie identical. Okay. They're still pretty similar as a whole, but they're less scary. In the Japanese reality show... The Desinque twins actually said they found it weird that the Japanese twins went shopping and, like, you know, did normal everyday things by themselves because they never go anywhere without each other. What is their job that they can spend 24-7 together? I would smack the shit out of you if I had to spend 24 hours a day, seven days a week in your presence. Right? Like, I know we've, we've toyed around about 
the idea of what if we happened to be stuck together, what would we do? And I was like, I would still kill you. I don't know. I don't think I can handle it. If we were born stuck together, obviously we would have figured it out. But like, because we have two independent, separate bodies, if I had to spend my entire life next to you without having any sort of life of my own, I would, I would stab you in your face. (laughs) I mean, like, okay, so... When I was looking them up, I went through, like, their YouTube, their Instagram, um, different, like, news articles that were written about them or interviews that they've done with, um, like, morning shows and all that stuff. Apparently, they share literally everything and do everything together. Like, I mean everything. They share an apartment. Taste in clothes. They share a closet. What's the point in sharing a closet if you're going to have all the same clothes? Right? This one leans a little more to the left. I think that's yours. They share a bed. They share social medias. It's all shared. It's all Lucy and Anna DeSinque. Nothing is separated. They share showers. They share a phone. They share a boyfriend. I'm going to take a hard pass on all of those things. (laughs) Right? (laughs) They are so obsessive down to the T that they drink the same, they eat the same, they walk the same. Like if, because her, apparently because her sister walks to the farther side of the bed, I think it was... Anna will take extra steps in her bedroom before going to sleep just to make sure that the number of steps she's taken has matched her sister's because they cannot be different. Why wouldn't you just buy a house where the door to the bedroom is in the center of the wall and then put the bed facing that doorway? Then neither of you has to take extra steps. You'd think that would be a good option, but uh, they live with their parents and their boyfriend. My point still stands, just refashion the doorway so that neither of you has to take extra steps and they said that their boyfriend ben understands their like need to be together because he's a fraternal twin we're identical twins and i don't understand their need to be consistently together all the time i mean yes i do call you on a fairly regular basis but i don't know if i would call you quite as often if i didn't want to talk to babby so like who knows we'll figure that out later um also you don't have friends how dare you I feel attacked. (laughs) I'm just saying, when you were in college and you had a crap ton of friends, we didn't speak for three months at a time. That's because you were always busy. What do you want me to do? No, I called you every day. You didn't pick up. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so I found it on this YouTube hole. And they said that, this is a quote, being us is a lot of hard work because we have to look good all the time. Half their YouTube channel is just fashion they have to buy everything in pairs they do not have anything in their closet where it's just a single of that thing like everything is double no actually i think they share a wallet do they share an id card too (laughs) no okay i gotta i gotta backtrack a little bit because i have a little bit more on the on the most identical twins we don't have to use all your research it's okay skylar they want to be so identical that they want to have babies together no In terms of what job do they do where they can spend 25-8 together, they work as um, nurses in a retirement home. That must be real confusing to some of the old people with dementia. Didn't I just... Did I forget my glasses today? I'm seeing doubles. No, they go everywhere together. Do these twins have at least a different mindset? Do they answer questions on their own or are they like trying to do everything in stereo? No. They say they think the same and they know what the other one's thinking, although... No, because you're like, and their tandem answering is actually legit, unlike... It's called a segue, Taylor. Try that. Try that. They are pretty similar. They say they have a lot of the same thoughts and, uh, like, feelings and all that stuff. I mean, when you spend that much time together, obviously your belief systems are going to overlap. 
if you literally read and watch and listen to all the same things, you're probably going to have similar mm -hmm. understandings of it, I guess. Because, you know, apparently they've only spent three hours apart. As far as they are aware in of. In their entire lives. But their tandem answers are a whole lot better and more scary unison than some other twins like Paula and Bridget Powers of Queensland, Australia. They have been labeled the internet's most annoying twins. Um, if my math and internet stalking are, I mean, research, my research is correct. This set of twins is about 45. They went viral in um, 2014 for an interview they did in 2002. Okay, wait, yes, I do remember these two. You showed me this video. They're the ones where they talk really slow and then one of them looks like they're trying to catch up. She stares intently at her sister's ear to try and figure out what's going to come out of her mouth next. Yeah, it's like she's trying to like dive into her brain. Yeah, it's real weird. This set of twins, they run a wildlife rehabilitation center um, out of Australia called the Twinnies Pelican and Seabird Rescue. They have reportedly spent very minimal time apart, which was just about three days when they were 17 years old, when Paula first had her appendix out. And then Bridget had hers removed three weeks later, three days total for both operations. Apparently their mom, Helen, had asked the doctors to remove Bridget's appendix at the exact same time as Paula's because the twins share the same medical history up to that point, but the doctors had refused. And then literally three weeks later, she was in the hospital for the exact same thing. That's entirely unnecessary. No. No, no. Why was their, their mom was like, no, no, they're super identical. Please take out the other one's appendix as well. The doctor's like, are you on crack? You must be on crack. She's like, I guess I'll just burst it then. Jesus. She's like, told you. Their mom reported that they, um. Why don't you just use what you wrote down? Jesus, Taylor. Fine. Anecdotal reports from the Powers family state that when the girls were toddlers, their parents attempted to separate them, albeit temporarily. One at their grandmother's house, and one at an aunt's house. And apparently, they screamed uncontrollably until they were reunited at home later in the afternoon. Honestly, we I don't think we separated ourselves until probably grade five, when it was forced upon us. Um, that was a really uncomfortable like first day of school. I didn't like it. But... We survived. I didn't I didn't scream. Also, we were right next door to each other, so like it wasn't that far. Yeah, but to be fair, we probably should ask if we ever got separated as as babies. But like we had separate rooms as of what? Age 4? 6. No. 5. I kicked you out at 5. I see. Is that when we got bunk beds? No. We got bunk beds at 7. I see. Because we had them shortly before our brother was born Yeah, cuz we... I I distinctly remember having my own room. And, and not having a bunk bed in there. And then we got the bunk bed when the crib showed up. And I was like, God damn it, Kyle. I kicked you out of our bedroom when we redid the basement, which was sometime around the time we were four. Because that's when we got our playroom and all that stuff. And I smashed Talk With Me Barbie's face on the desk because she started talking. How dare you ruin Talk With Me Barbie? She said, hi, Skylar. Wanna play? And I'm like, I'm not Skylar! You owe me a new Talk With Me Barbie, Taylor. I've been looking on the internet, actually. Good, because you owe me a new one. You ruined it. The problem was they should have gotten a separate Barbies for that because with Talk With Me Barbie, you had to set it up individually and she wasn't made for twins. Taylor, Talk With Me Barbie was expensive as shit. They weren't buying us two of those. And they should have just not bought us Talk With Me Barbie. We're getting off topic here. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> 
I'm just saying, like, we separated and did our own thing, even at home, starting at a fairly early age. So how are these other sets of twins still doing this into their 30s and 40s? Yeah, we were six years old. I was like, you're in my space too much. Um, Get out of my room. I want my own room. And then when we were nine, we got separated in different classrooms. So we spent the day apart. And then when we were 13, you went for the weekend to your friend's cottage and I stayed home. And that was our first overnight apart. Yes. That was a little weird. Which was the weirdest thing for me because, like, that night I had nightmares where, like, the entire house was empty. So, like, I'd walk, I had to walk around the entire house just to make sure that the rest of the beds were still full, even though yours was empty. True story. You panicked that the whole house was empty. So you woke up at, like, two in the morning and just checked on everyone's beds. Yeah, I had, like, an apocalyptic dream because you left. Fair enough. Not because I wanted to, just because it happened. But that was, like, our first real big distance separation, I think. But even still, like, we survived. And then I went further away to Thunder Bay for the majority of the school year and came back every four months or so. For a week and a half, then you were in Sudbury, which is like six minutes from Thunder Bay. It's not Taylor Sudbury's four hours from Toronto. Thunder Bay is 18. Regardless, we spent the majority of our college years apart, and our first test to that was you going away to a friend's cottage where I wasn't invited because we always seemed to have that rule till we were, I don't know, like 11, where wherever you were invited, I had to be invited to where you weren't allowed to go. To be fair, though, in high school and stuff, we still went to like sleepover parties together. To be fair, I was invited to those. Were you? Why were you invited to those? Were you friends with Jessica? Um, weird. Anyway, so back on topic. To this day, the Powers twins still share a bedroom, a closet, a cell phone, have matching twin beds, and doubles of everything. And every single day, every day, they dress the same. No. Yes. I mean, that started changing more so when we moved. Across the country. When I moved away. (laughs) Yeah, when we put an entire country between us, that's when we started going, eh, screw, we'll buy matching things, it's fine. I got this thing, you get it too. Yeah, that way it's funny. Now we're doing it ironically. Okay, so li- I was going through their, their rescue page on Facebook and on their like rescues website, which we'll put in the description or show notes or whatever, I guess. Okay. Um, but they're literally wearing all of the same things all of the time, like matching everything. They're practically the same height. They have the same hair, the same smile, except they always talk really slow because it looks like one of them is trying to catch up with the other one. Why would you want to say everything at literally the exact same time? It's fun as a party gimmick, but to do it consistently every day of your life just seems like it's far too much. So much work. Like, it's fun to do the the, 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 the shining, shining twins thing yeah. at parties. Yeah. Come, Come play, play with, with us. us. Yeah. Yeah. So they'd been asked like numerous times in multiple interviews if they ever like rehearse some of their their answers because their single word answers are more synced than the longer ones like a lot of them it seems like one of them's trying to catch up with the other all the time have you noticed in the research you've done if that changes or is it consistently one of them is just trying to catch up for me it's hard to tell if the girls stay on like one side consistently or not But in the interview itself, it seems to usually be one of them that's leading the pack and the other one is kind of following. Like, it's weirder when it's unintentional that you say something the same at the exact same time. It's completely unnecessary if you force yourself 
to do it consistently. Like if somebody asks a question when we're at a party or something, and then we just both blurt out the same ridiculous, like nonsensical answer at the same time. And everyone's like, how the hell did you both know you were going to do that? It's like, because we watched the same things. This is why we're not allowed to play Cranium together. <laughs> but to be fair, though, like I have that same thing with Tom because we spent so much time together because we don't have friends. Right. I do that with Mike as well. Like I can finish his sentences and he goes, why do you do that? Why are you in my brain? I'm like, that's just how I am. I don't think you realize that as a twin, I kind of gravitate towards somebody. Good job, Taylor. Good job. Yeah. It's not the best thing in the world. I thought you were the one that went to school and didn't tell anybody you were a twin because you didn't want that to be your identity. Yet you latch onto people and take over their mannerisms. You can't become somebody else, Taylor. I didn't say I was becoming someone else. I just said I kind of adopt certain little mannerisms of, of people that I hang out a lot with. No, no. That's literally something that happens. You become the five people that you spend the most time with. I did, I did go to college, though, and not tell anybody I was a twin then. How dare you? Well, when you spend the first 12 years of your school life being the twins, you want to not be that for five minutes? You hurt my feelings. I'm sorry. Did you go around school going, I'm a twin, I'm a twin, yeah. I'm a twin? Prove it. Yeah, I did. Everyone in my class called you a hologram and thought I was making you up because they had no proof that I had a twin until you showed up in March. And I did my documentary on twins. We've actually known quite a few sets of twins in our lives, and I don't think any of them have ever been this weird like even when we hung out with um those twins across the street they were fraternal twins though. even still like some of the identical ones that we hung out with weren't this weird yeah we know a lot more fraternal twins than we do identical twins i think but like we have twins in our family also not this weird and they're also polar opposites i don't think we're so much polar opposites as um as much as we are just like we're twin individuals yeah twin individuals thank you for that you're welcome. So let's get back to these um, twin interviews that the uh, Powers twins have done. In one article, it says that sometimes they feel like they're just one person because they share all the same interests, because they spend all their time together working or just hanging out or shopping. They both are still single because they insist that they are happiest together and they don't have any time in their lives for men because, uh, birds. How can you base your entire identity on being a twin? Like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, that's part of the reason why I went to college and didn't tell people I was a twin until another twin outed me and was like, she's a twin, she's a twin, I'm a twin, she's a twin, Woo, we're all twins! And I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> it's because I didn't necessarily want to be one of the twins, you know what I mean? Like, and part of the thing was, like, Natalie followed me around all the time. Where was Natalie's twin? Natalie's twin was at a different college. I think she was at Seneca or something at that point. And they didn't go into the same major or anything, nope. right? they didn't go into the same major. They didn't go to the same school. They were at separate schools like we were. But they lived at the same house still because they both stayed local. Oh, 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 one more thing about the Powers twins. Apparently their favorite party trick is to answer the phone, not distinguish which twin is which, and then they just switch the phone mid-conversation. And then at the end of it, they'll go... Could you tell we were trading places? Don't judge, Taylor. We've done that. We've done that to our mother. No, but Skylar, they're 40-something and they do this all the time. We just do this to our mother because it's funny. We're 27 years old. I'm pretty sure we've done this within the last year. I'm just saying. We used to do that in high school to our friends with another friend because it was funny. I'm not faulting them for that one. I'm going to fault them because they do this during, like, serious interviews. Yeah, but they're being interviewed because they're weird twins, Taylor. They also do this when they get calls about their rescue stuff. Oh, that's awkward. Never mind. This is like their everyday party trick is that they answer the phone, don't respond as to which one's which, and then they will swap off continuously. At least in that in that sense, they're not trying to talk at the same time. They're just trying to 
you know, fill in the bits of the conversation they probably didn't hear. They're no longer twins. They are just... They're like, we used to be one, and then we were not, but we will still always be one. <laughs> like, I can't. I can't either. That doesn't doesn't make any sense to me. You're welcome. You've got two twins that spend 25-8 together and require that everything be identical. I don't know if this proves that nature versus nurture study. Twins should really want to, based on the on the ones that I know in person, in real life, should want to be their own person. Yeah. Yeah. There's too many things that that raise a lot of questions for me here about twin individuality. Yeah, about twin individuality and why you can't be a twin individual and why you must always be uh twinning, even when you're really not. So um, are we twinning in this situation, or do you think they are? It depends on, I think it depends on how you define twinning realistically, but I think we're twinning in this situation because we're still, we're still twins. We still acknowledge the fact that we're twins, but we're not, we're not overboard with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's all I got for now. Alrighty. Let's leave that up for the audience to decide. What do you think? Are we losing or twinning? Don't forget to like us on Facebook and follow our Twinstagram at That's Twinteresting. Editing for this episode is done by Twin A and research done by Twin B. Thanks for listening. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye.